Welcome to Emotional Damage Podcast. Man, it's been a long time coming for this. Uh, tonight is episode one. I am your host, Clifton Brantley, and I am glad uh, if you're joining me for the first time on YouTube, welcome. And if you're listening on the podcast, obviously this is your first time because this is my first episode. So tonight, the thing that I want to do tonight is kind of just give you an overview of what I intend to do with this podcast, um, why I'm starting and what I'm hoping to accomplish, and uh, hopefully answer some questions. If you guys have questions, I'm here to answer them. Um, And then, uh, and you can ask questions about the podcast or about um, you know, relationships or anything, uh, that you have. Right. So, all right. So emotional damage. Why, why did I name this emotional damage? Well, because I knew I wanted to do a podcast for men and, uh, doing a podcast for men, you know, I'm trying to come up with a, with a creative title. And this came to me because I was, I was, well, I was in the process of, of, of thinking of a name, right? But then I watched the video and I wrote a blog about it, but I watched the video of a young man who uh, was threatening to take his life. And he was young, like looked like he may have been in his 20s. I don't even think he was in his 30s. Young man. And um, it was obvious that he was emotionally and mentally disturbed. Not to the point to like, not crazy, like, you know, out of his mind, but definitely still out of his mind, if that if that makes sense. And he said he said um, while he was making the video, one of the things he said was, you know, people expect men to just, you know, suck it up and keep going. And he said, you know, I have a lot on me. And that got me to thinking about emotional damage. Uh, But then I remember. A while back, T.D. Jakes had a book called Emotions, and I said, what about emotional damage? So that's how I came up with the name. And uh, my goal is to help men heal and love for real. Heal because we have emotional damage. Love for real because, like, we don't learn how to love. And, and you know, as I always say, if you learn it wrong, you'll live it wrong. Most of us grow up not learning how to relate well or love effectively. And so hopefully this podcast will be something that you can use as a tool to make your life better, to make your marriage better, even your relationship with your children make that better. Right now, I know that there are a lot of podcasts out there already for men. That's great. Uh, I'm not that doesn't concern me. I'm doing what I believe I'm put here to do, which is change lives in the way that I change lives. Now, uh, let me share this with you about this podcast. This, so this is my first time doing a podcast, right? But this is going to be, I could say authentically me. Here's what I mean by that. Uh, I, I watched a lot of videos. I've watched a a lot of, a lot of, uh, I mean, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. The temptation is to try to emulate other people because you want to know what sex, how to be successful, right? So you watch the people who are successful at what they do and 
at first glance, you say, man, I think I want to do that. But one of the things that I've realized, realize and learn that, and, and, and this is, this is a lesson that I want you to take with you, right? Your, your, your uniqueness is in who you are, whatever you do, especially if you're doing like, you know, I do content creation. If you're creating content, your content should not look like everyone else's content. Why? Because you are not like everyone else. You like uh, you're not like everyone else. So when I say this, con- this, this, this podcast is going to be um, authentically me. Uh, I'm going to talk about God. I'm going to make jokes. Uh, some of them going to be corny. Maybe a lot of them. My wife says I'm corny. Right. So <laughs> um, I, I'm not. My goal is not to sound wise or professional or uh, like a brainiac. I'm just going to be me. And the folk who like me, that's who will be following me. Okay. So, um, so tonight this overview, so, so that's the overview. Um, some of the things that I want to, the, when I, I gave you the overview and the purpose of the podcast, let me go over some of the topics, uh, some of the, some of the things that I want to cover, uh, as uh, you know, going forward as, as we do this, this, this podcast. And my hope also too, is that especially when I do these live, right? If you're on the podcast, you won't get to experience it live, but if you're on YouTube, sometimes you can. And I really would like for you guys to interact with me, right? Because, um, I like the, you know, I just like the interaction. So here's some of the topics that I plan on covering through this podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about health issues, men health issues. You know, it's interesting. When, when, when I was a little boy, men didn't go to the doctor. How do I know? Because I had a dad. Didn't go to the doctor. When I became a man, uh, men still didn't go to the doctor. Now, I did, but that was something that I heard. And now today in 2022, men still don't go to the doctor. So we're going to talk about men's issues, uh, health, uh, prostate, getting your prostate exam. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about mental health. Obviously, that's, that's the main thing that I do. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about childhood issues. We're going to talk about emotional maturity and emotional intelligence, right? That's really big. Uh, we're going to talk about finances, help you, uh, know what to do with your money. And I'm not a financial guru, but my goal is to have guests that I can bring on to help you, help you guys know what to do with your money and your future planning. Obviously we're going to talk about marriage, how you can be a better husband, how you can handle the crazy woman in your house. And I'm only saying that because I know you think she's crazy because we're husbands. We all think they're crazy. They are, but don't, don't tell nobody I said that. Um, we're going to talk about me being able to read my own handwriting because I, I don't know what this is that I wrote on the paper. So, <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about, we're also going to talk about recreation. Oh, that's what that says, actually. That's an R. Recre- <laughs> recreation. So we're going to talk about, you know, ways men can have fun. Here's what I've learned. We men need men. Now, I may have heard that before, you know, as I'm doing life, um, you know, throughout life. But I've learned that that is 100 percent true. Men need men. Here's the thing about 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 us. 
So men are diagnosed with depression four to one times fewer. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not it. Uh, men are diagnosed with depression far fewer times than women, but the suicide rate for men is four to one compared to women. Four to one. Something is going on. I know it's going on because I'm a man. Uh, we don't talk. W w see, what I often say is most men, by the time they're five, what we need for a healthy and whole uh, marriage and relationship life in the future, uh, most of that is stolen by the time we're five. Like we can't say, you know, I hurt or I'm scared or I don't know how to do that. You know, all of those we are told are weaknesses. And so when we're children, they are trying to raise us to be men, but they're stealing everything from us that we need to be effective men. The emotional components that they steal from us, that's human. We need that. We need that to be able to relate to women. Okay. But because it's stolen, we, it would also get stolen is our identity. Most men show up to adulthood, not knowing who they are. I did. I, I was clueless. Now I did not know that I did not know who I was. And guess when I found out that I did not know who I was after 40, that's too long. I was after it was, it was I was I, it was after 40 when I realized I I don't know who I am. I don't know how to love. And I don't know what love is. So I obviously can't love me. But I got busy in doing the work. And now that I've done the work, my goal is to help you do the work. Why? Because you cannot live your best life when you don't know who you are. Now a lot of brothers come in my office and they think they know who they are. And I start asking them questions. Well, who are you? And they start telling me things um, about their, their occupation and about the things that they do. I say, those are titles. That's not who you are. And usually they're stuck after that. Um, so we're going to talk about boundaries, right? Uh, that's definitely going to come up because boundaries help us know what's me and what's not me. OK, so we'll talk about that. But uh, another thing I want to do tonight, I'm going to give you a little bit of I don't think I've ever really given you guys kind of uh, uh, more about me and my background, particularly as a man. Right. Um, so first, what qualifies me to do this podcast? Well, I, I got a microphone and I got some equipment and I'm recording it. That's. Listen if you want to. Don't listen if you don't want to. Um, but that's what makes me qualified to have a podcast. But why you should listen to me is because I know what I'm talking about. Right? Other folk too. Yeah, but I'm talking about me. I know what I'm talking about. Um, I study well. And the things that I don't know about, I'm going to bring on guests to help you where I can't help you. But uh, the main reason you should listen to me, though, all jokes aside... It's because I'm passionate about what I do. I really want you to have the best life that you can have. I really want you to thrive. 
right? I really want you to have a great marriage. I really want you to lead in your home the way God intended when he made you a husband. That, that's my goal for you. And so as many people as will come on the journey with me and follow, I plan to lead you um, out of survival into thrive mode. That, that's the goal. So now how do I plan to do that? Oh, well, first note, before I get to how I plan to do that, let me tell you a little bit about me. So I grew up in Houston, Texas, um, both parents in the home, me and my brother. So it's four of us. Um, growing up, my experience was, so I, I did not have, uh, by the way, I think I got in trouble for this not long ago. Uh, I wasn't saying anything negative, right? But I was making, I was making a point and my mother heard me. And uh, my dad passed away in uh, 2019. And so my mother heard me and she thought I was talking bad about my dad and I wasn't. So, you know, we had to work that out. So what I'm about to say is, is I'm not talking bad about my dad or anyone in my family. By the way, whenever we talk about childhood stuff, we are never attempting to shame your parents. Your parents did what they knew how to do just like you. I've messed up with my children majorly. I mean, I'm, and I'm saying majorly because I'm human. I don't really have proof that it's majorly, but I would assume so. Why? Because I'm a human being, but I did what I knew how to do. That's all we can do. Right? So I grew up in home with my dad, but we didn't have a relationship. When I say we didn't have a relationship, meaning we had no emotional connection. Now, I don't fault my dad for that because I recognize the era he grew up in. He didn't know how to, he didn't know how to create no relation, no connection with, with my dad's trying to uh, pay the bills and survive, right? His dad wasn't there. So who was going to teach him so he could teach me? So I didn't get that. So, uh, I didn't get it. Neither did I know at the time that I needed it. So I go through life all of my, you know, ups and downs or whatever. I remember I was about 31. It's about 31. And it, it, it kind of hit me like all of a sudden. I was a single father at the time, single father of three children. And I realized, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what does it mean to be a man? I, how do we know how to do manhood? And that is when I learned that we don't become men just because we get older. Someone has to teach you, right? Someone has to teach you how to be a man because males are born, men are made. And to that point, let me tell you this, brothers, uh, take my advice on this. Uh, and most of the things, a lot of the things I'm going to share with you, the areas that I'm expert in, a lot of it is going to be because I, I learned these lessons the hard way. And so I'm trying to help you not learn it the hard way. Okay. But uh, let me tell you this, this lesson I learned the hard way, but hopefully you won't. Uh, so I, remember I just said that uh, males are born, men are made. But here's the thing brothers, you got to stop listening to women about what a man is or what a man should be. Yeah. You, you got to stop listening to women. 
that's a major mistake I made. Now, I didn't know because, you know, I didn't have a relationship with my dad. So, you know, I was with my mom most of the time. And then after that, you know, going off to college, I made the decision, hey, uh, I care about what women think of me more than men. So uh, I'm not going to try to be this macho, whatever. I'm just going to be me. Right. So I don't have to. I'd have to fall prey to, I gotta be masculine, I gotta be tough. I could just be me because uh, the women don't care if I make myself look silly. I'm trying to impress them, I'm not trying to impress the brothers. But because of that, I also, and these brothers wouldn't have taught me how to be a man, by the way, but because I was so gravitated to women and, did, and had no male mentors or anything, uh, that's why I, when I got to 31, I was like, I, I don't know how to be a man. But uh, even after that point, as I began to learn how to be a man, I learned that from Dr. Michael P. Williams. But after I began to learn that, uh, I still found myself struggling at times, interacting with different women. Why? Because they had an idea of what a man was. And because I wasn't sure about my manhood, I was like, hmm, well, Maybe I need to, it was either maybe I need to become that or be mad at them for not seeing me for who I am. But the reality was I, I wasn't sure myself because if I was sure, I wouldn't have got upset, right? So uh, I'm at the place now where I, I, don't, I don't care. Like I could be in a room full of uh, brothers who, who think, you know, you got to curse every time you say something and I'm, I'll be fine. I'm not going to judge them, but I don't feel like I got to be like them. Right. I can tell my wife, I love you. I ain't got to be super hard. I can cry. Although I still, you know, uh, I may, <laughs> I may be better at crying than most men, but I still got issues. Right. Cause I mean, I've been conditioned in this country too. But we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about why men can't cry. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, and I heard this recently. I heard I had a I had a client before that said this. And it when I say it blew my mind, it really blew my mind. But I heard this recently also, too, where a man life is happening to him and he cries in front of his woman. And then the woman uses it, uses it as a weapon that that was disheartening to me and uh you don't know how how damaging that is because it's probably already extremely difficult for that brother to be open and then now when life is just too much and he pulls the curtain back and lets you see his humanity then you punish him for it so when all you get from that point is the mechanical giant you can't complain. He's not, he don't share. He's never emotional. He don't open up. I wonder why. Because when he showed up to manhood, he probably didn't know how to do that because no one showed him. He tried to learn it for you and then you punish him for being vulnerable. But this podcast is not about women. So me and I'm gonna have to help you on how to deal with that, right? But the point in this whole thing what I'm talking about here, at least in this, this, this part, is uh, you cannot get your definition of manhood or who you are from a woman. Not because uh, they don't have good intentions, not because, you know, uh, they've never dated a man, but because they don't know. 
You know how many, do, do you know how many different uh, definitions and explanations of what a man is I've gotten from women over the ages? From, and I'm not kidding, from men wear boots, and all men, if you, ain't, you don't wear boots, you're not a man. From men wearing boots to men having uh, hair on their face or on their chest or being able to perform in bed or being loud or, um, you know, having a lot of muscles. That stuff is crazy to me. And I, and I, 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 I to be honest, I fell victim to it. I, you know, when I didn't have what they said was masculine or, or you know, manhood, I, I beat myself up or tried to prove that I was good enough. Well, I don't do that anymore because I finally matured to the place where all I could be is Clifton. And whoever likes Clifton, that's who going to like me. If they don't, it's okay. Like everybody don't like Apple. I don't understand why, but everybody don't like Apple. Some folk like Android, right? So, um, so that's a little bit about me and my background, how I show up to showed up to manhood. Uh, I was untrained and unskilled as well. Um, but I will say this, the, one of the advantages I have is because I chose to like, I guess I could say study women and, um, try to impress them in my young age. I know a lot about how they tick. I'm, I don't profess to, I do not profess to be a, uh, expert in women. Okay. Relationships, yes. Women, no. I've been trying to figure that out, but I, I, they're too complex. You can't, you can't do it. But you can learn how to uh, live with them, right? Uh, who was that? Uh, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff in Girls, Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble. They say you can't live with them, can't live without them. Um, there's, some, there's some truth to that, right? So anyway, let me give you something that you can take with you from this first podcast, even though like I said, this is just the introduction. I still want to give you some things that you can take with you. And uh, subsequent podcasts are going to be, you know, more informing, if I, if I can say that, right? So here's how, here's how we're going to take you from uh, survive neighborhood to the thrive neighborhood. We're going to first address, in general, so this, these, these, these are broad. First, we're going to address... Uh, your mindset, okay? I want to address your mindset. Why? Because if if you have the wrong mindset, everything after that. So you, you've heard the song. I know In Vogue said it, but it was a, a, a saying before them: "Free your mind, and the rest will follow." I'm here to tell you that's true. Your number one goal, your number one, the the number one thing in your life, as far as growth should be mind mastery. Yeah, mind mastery. Not even not even spiritual mastery. No, mind mastery. Because if you don't master your mind, you will not be able to relate to God the way that he wants you to and the way that you need to. So the first thing is addressing your mindset. Now the Bible says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. I believe, and this is just what I believe, I believe that the Bible is the best example of how to be a man on this planet and thrive. See, the thing about the Bible, and we will talk about the Bible, you know, at some point, 
you know, extensively. But think about the Bible. People think that the Bible is a book of rules to keep you from having fun. It is quite the contrary. Okay. The Bible, uh, well, let me just address the rules because it's not a rule book, but what you call the rules, like the commandments or whatever things to say, you know, don't do this, do that. That's not in there to keep you from having fun. It's in there so that you can experience freedom and thrive because the things that it says don't do, it's saying don't do those because those things are harming to the human being. Just because you don't fall over dead when you do it doesn't mean that it's not harming. Okay. It harms us internally. So, um, but I, here's what the Bible is. Since I'm on this, I heard Myron Golden say this. I love this, um, explanation. So, for the Bible is not a religious book. Okay. I know they may shock some of you. The Bible is not a religious book. It has religion in it, but it's not a religious. It's not about religion. As a matter of fact, it has religion in it. The first religion that's mentioned in the Bible is actually started by Satan. Did you know that? Probably didn't know that in the garden, but so the Bible's not a religious book. It has religion in it, but it's not about religion. Here's what the Bible is about a king, a kingdom, a royal people, and the culturalization of a foreign land. That land is earth. That's, that's what the Bible is about. A king, that be God. A kingdom, that's the king's domain. Kingdom, meaning the king, where the king runs, his, he has dominion in the kingdom people that's us or whoever decides to um, make Christ their savior right whoever um, yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna leave that there and then culturalization of a foreign land which is earth see God took heaven put it on earth told Adam and Eve to run it uh, but they messed it up right but God's original design hasn't changed and the Bible really just details that out and there are so many practical things in the bible that can help you go from surviving to thriving for example like this uh this week our memory verse is um i put it on the refrigerator our memory verse for this week is proverbs 15 14 here's what it says Let's see if i remember it a wise man no it says person because uh, so when we're doing this Bible memory verse, we got to do uh, it has to be verbatim, right? It's me and my wife. Now, don't think we're all deep. Don't be super impressed. It's our first time doing this. First week, so I just started this. But anyway, memory verse is this: <laughs> Wise people are hungry for what? For knowledge. Wise a wise person is hungry for knowledge, but fools feed on trash is that not practical wisdom i like it and there's a whole lot more in there so anyway we'll be talking about the bible uh, but i was making the point that uh, i believe that the bible has very uh practical ways on how to be a man that does not live in survive neighborhood but, but lives in the thrive neighborhood right and that includes being a father and a husband 
and any kind of relationship. See, why, why, why do I focus on relationships? Because as human beings, we do relationships from the cradle to the grave, right? You do it from the time you get here to the time you leave. And most of, the, most of us do them badly. We're going to talk about forgiveness, too, because some of you men, you got to forgive your fathers for what they did or did not do. Why do you have to forgive them? Because forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. You're the one stuck. All right. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk about forgiveness. And um, beyond that, I mean, I don't know what else I'm, I'm going to have. So here are some of the guests that I'm going to have. These are probably obvious because I, you know, I talk about them all the time. So I'm going to have Dr. Patrick Wannis on. Uh, we're going to do another uh, episode on uh, trauma. We'll find a specific topic, maybe, you know, trauma with men and something to that effect. Uh, I'm going to have Dr. Rick Marks on. Uh, he's going to come on and talk about um, how to relate well for men. Um, I, I don't have these people in place, but I'm going to find somebody, you know, on finance and find someone. Definitely got to find me a, a black doctor. Uh, why I say the black doctor? Well, I guess that's what I'm going to have because it came out of my mouth. But a doctor for uh, health. Uh, I'm the one for mental health, even though I'm not a doctor. But um, and and other guests that I'll, you know, and, you know, eventually, <clears throat> if she let me, uh, my wife is going to come on and do an episode with me. Um, and that may be just audio. We won't do video on that one because my wife is kind of camera shot, even though she's gorgeous. I don't understand that. But hey, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good one. I'll see y'all next time. <laughs>